Hello, hello. Welcome to another episode of Just Church Won't Cut It. This is episode 14, and today we will be talking about rich man and poor man. So, should be a very interesting conversation, just like all or most of them. Yeah, <laughs> just like all the uh, podcasts we dropped so far. It should be very interesting. And you know what? First, I want to give you guys the email address. Um, we have mentioned it a few times at the end, but we want to put it here at the front. So that way, in case you have to hop off and you can't get back on, you will have that. Um, the email address is Trenace. It's T-R-E-N-A-C-E at freedomkingdom.net. Again, it's T-R-E-N-A-C-E at freedom, F-R-E-E. D O M Kingdom K K I N G D O M dot net. So if you have any prayer requests, any questions, I want, or even any topics that you're like, hey, could you guys touch on this or anything like that? Um, feel free to send us an email, and we'll definitely address that um, when we do our next podcast. All right, so let's hop on into this this conversation. Okay. Yeah. So we will start off. We'll start off with uh, out the book of Matthew, chapter ten, verse seventeen. Mark. Oh, <laughs> I meant to say Mark. <laughs> we'll start out. Uh, we'll start in the book of Mark, Mark chapter ten, verse seventeen to thirty-one. All right. As he was setting out on a journey. A man ran up and knelt before him and asked him, Good teacher, what must I do to inherit eternal life? Jesus said to him, Why do you call me good? No one is good but God alone. You know the commandments. You shall not murder. You shall not commit adultery. You shall not steal. You shall not bear false witness. You shall not defraud. Honor your father and mother. He said to him, Teacher, I have kept all these since my youth. Jesus, looking at him, loved him and said, you lack one thing. Go sell what you own and give the money to the poor and you will have treasure in heaven. Then come follow me. When he heard this, he was shocked and went away grieving for he had many possessions. Then Jesus looked around and said to his disciples, how hard it will be for those who have wealth to enter the kingdom of God. And the disciples were perplexed at these words. But Jesus said to them again, Children, how hard it is to enter the kingdom of God. It is easier for a camel to go through the eye of a needle than for someone who is rich to enter the kingdom of God. They were greatly astounded and said to one another, Then who can be saved? Jesus looked at them and said, For mortals it is impossible, but not for God. For God, all things are possible. Peter began to say to him, Look, we have left everything and followed you, Jesus said. Truly I tell you, there is no one who has left no one who has left house or brothers or sisters or mother or father or children or fields for my sake and for the sake of the good news. Who will not receive a hundredfold now in this age, houses, brothers and sisters, mothers and children and fields with persecutions 
and in the age to come, eternal life. But many who are first will be last, and the last will be first. Okay. Okay. So, this is, uh, what translation was that? Um, this Bible is the New Interpreter's Study Bible. Okay. Okay. All right, let me, uh, I'm going to read it from the New, uh, New Living Trans, yeah, NLT. Um, yeah, so we can, you know, get a feel for, you know, the translations. Um, and so Mark 10, uh, 17, as Jesus was, as Jesus was starting out on his way to Jerusalem, a man came running up to him, knelt down, and asked, Good teacher, what must I do to inherit eternal life? Why do you call me good? Jesus asked. Only God is truly good. But to answer your question, you know the commandments. You must not murder. You must not commit adultery. You must not steal. You must not testify falsely. You must not cheat anyone. Honor your mother, honor your father and mother. Teacher, the man replied, I have obeyed all these commandments since I was young. Looking at the man, Jesus felt genuine love for him. There's still one thing you haven't done. He told him, go and sell all your possessions and give the money to the poor. And you will have treasure in heaven. Then come, follow me. At this time, the man's face fell. And he went away sad, for he had many possessions. Jesus looked around and said to his disciples, how hard is, is it for the rich to enter the kingdom of God? This amazed, this amazed them. But Jesus said again, Dear children, it is very hard to enter the kingdom of God. In fact, it is easier for a camel to go through the eye of a needle than for a rich person to enter the kingdom of God. The disciples were astounded. Then who in the world can be saved? They asked. Jesus looked at them intently and said, Humanly speaking, it is impossible. But not with God. Everything is possible with God. Then Peter began to speak up. We've given up Everything to follow you, he said. Yes, Jesus replied. And I assure you that everyone who has given up house or brothers or sisters or mothers or fathers or children or property for my sake and for the good news will receive now in return a hundred times as many houses, brothers, sisters, mothers, children and property along with persecution. 
And in the world to come, that person will have eternal life. But, but many who are the greatest now will be the least important then. And those who seem the least, those who seem least important now will be the greatest then. Okay. So there you have it. There you have it. Um, you know, Jesus and the rich man. And as you can see, um, this rich man wasn't just any, wasn't just like any other rich man. Um, because this man was, this man, this man, you know, kept the commandments. Mm -hmm. So this man, you know, this man was rich, but this man was also, you know, keeping the commandments and practicing, you know, practicing the things of, of the Lord since he was, he was a child, since he was young, you know, and this is him talking to Jesus. And then he was like, I've done all these things since I was a kid. I was young, you know, but the thing was dealing with Jesus compared to dealing with the world Dealing with Jesus compared to dealing with any anybody else, Jesus deal with the matter of the heart. When men and human beings are looking at the carnal, the physical, the obvious, the most popular, the easiest to see and do, Jesus is looking at the deep, the depths of the heart. And that's where he comes from. And sometimes Jesus would just, you know, test the person just to see, you know, like this, 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 this rich man. I mean, he, this is him. He replies to Jesus. I've done all, I've obeyed all these commandments since I was young. So he's like, I've been doing these, this thing, Jesus. You, you can't get me on this one. You know, but Jesus dealing with the matters of the heart. The matters of the heart. Knew that the most important thing to this man was his wealth and his possessions, the things he had. See, your heart is your heart is where your treasure is stored. So if your treasure is stored in heaven, then your heart is in heaven. If your treasure is stored on the earth and materialistic things, then that's where your heart is. So when you're dealing with Jesus, you can't get anything by him because he's Jesus. He knows it all. He sees it, he sees the heart, and he's gonna deal with the matters of the heart. So this man you know, had this 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 thing here suppressed in the depths of his heart. This pride of his wealth and his possessions suppressing the depths of his heart, but still he was he was able to keep the commandments and show good, show a good servant on the outside. So from those looking, those 
from the outside with carnal eyes will look at him and say that this man here is a you know this man here there's no I don't see reason why he shouldn't inherit the kingdom of heaven. Good, he's hey man, he's good. He did it. He did it all, and he's rich, and he's rich. If he's rich, if he's rich, that means he's really good with God, according to the earth. Mm -hmm. The earth perspective will look at this man being wealthy and say, "Hey, you know what? He definitely will be the first one in line in heaven because he got all this wealth. Look at how filthy wealthy he is. Mm -hmm. They wouldn't even mess with him or bother him. The church, and he he would be one of the favorites if he was to come. If this man was to attend one of the worldly church right now." He would have the best seats. He would have the best. They might even let him grace them, grace the mic, and preach to the people. Just because he got, he has so much money and so much wealth. And on top of that, he said he's kept all these commandments since he was young. Mm -hmm. So in in this church, modern day church, oh yeah, he would be, he would get a pass easily to. Hey, you what? You want to inherit the kingdom of heaven? Matter of fact, you can preach for the kingdom of heaven. They probably will pass him the mic and say, hey, you know. Give us a little million dollar offering, a two million dollar offering, three million dollar offering. Hey, you can preach. You can have your own church. And guess what? God is God is all right with it. You know? But then Jesus, not being faced by all those things, like all his possession, everything, just working with the matters of his heart. And I like what the what the scripture says here. Looking at this at, at the man, Jesus felt genuine love for him. So Jesus felt genuine love for him that he had to test his heart, the matter of his heart. He goes, okay, you know what? I love you, but let me see if you really love yourself, and I'm going to test you. So there is still one thing you haven't done. He told, he told him, go and sell all your possessions and give the money to the poor, and you will have treasure in heaven. Go and sell all your possession and give the money to the poor and you will have treasure in heaven. Then come and follow me. So, you know, right then and there, you know, this man's heart is where it's where his possession is. This man's heart is where his treasure is. This man's heart is where his wealth is. It says when he when he heard this he was shocked and he went away grieving. Wow. So this says yeah, he went away grieving. Like this man was distraught. Like I mean, here you have a prime once in a lifetime opportunity um, for eternal life um, with Christ, and he you like right. he and he tells you he said that he loves him. He said he, he said look at him loved him this is jesus looking at him loved him and said so jesus there loving on him and just gives him the instructions like hey this is what you need to do and he couldn't get beyond himself and couldn't get beyond his flesh and his desires and things and did not want to give up his his lifestyle that's really what it was he did not want to give up his lifestyle and what he was used to the way he was used to living comfortable comfortable like he didn't want to give the lifestyle up but yet he was keeping the, all the commandments commandments so he said but his lifestyle he wasn't with because it's like well if you give up all those things could you not still keep the commandments and and follow christ like 
he mm-hmm. he just he just wasn't willing to do it. Mm-hmm. He it just broke him down. Just the thought of him not doing that, and then it's like to give your money to the poor, like like you grieved over that, mm-hmm. like you. If you have the heart of Christ, like wouldn't you be like, man, like, like would you be so grieved if you had to give everything to the poor? Right, right. Grieved to that point, so let's find that interesting. And you know, and you know that you know, this, you know, this reminds me. This reminds me because so you can keep the commandments and. Ob- Obey the law, or pretend to obey the law on the outside, mm-hmm. dress the part and sound the part, and have you know. But your heart ain't right. But your heart ain't there. Mm-hmm. Your heart ain't kingdom first. And that was a test. That was a test. Like, okay, yeah, I hear you, but let's see, let's see what you're really made of. Let's see if you really have the juice. <laughs> exactly. If you really, like, where's your heart? Exactly. And it just showed clearly where he was. So. Exactly. And he was hurt. Yeah. His phones were hurt. So, so why you can't just take my good deeds? Like, you mean I have to like, like my heart matters? Like, I can't, I did all these things. That's not good enough to make it to heaven. Why isn't that good enough to make it to heaven? In Christ, that's like one of the prime examples of of showing where those things that you do are not going to just give you a pass to get to heaven. Like, you're gonna have to like show it by your heart. Like your heart, your heart, your true depths of your heart, and uh, that's 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 what matters. Exactly, exactly. Um, not like no fake, like oh, the Lord knows my heart. Not that, but like the depths of how you how you how you how you truly live. Yes, but who's, we could look at him and say, well, he lived a certain way. But that's the thing, like. Mm-hmm. Only Christ. That's how you know. Like only Christ ultimately can really know the depths of somebody's heart, because mm-hmm. somebody can. People can fake. You can even they can really fake fruit for mm-hmm. real, for real, right? So like you know them by their fruit, but essentially, people could mm-hmm. fake fruit, right? So this guy, he could be doing all these good things, keeping the commandments, yada yada yada. Like he he thought he had it together. Mm-hmm. Um, as enough to 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 make it to heaven, but like his fruit very well could have been fake. He could have had fake fake fruit. You True. know what I'm saying? But True. but the one thing that 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 won't ever get it wrong is the spirit. Spirit and and discernment. That's you know what I'm saying? The, the deep of our heart, the depth so, of our heart. So even even if somebody's fruit, they might be perpetrating fruit. Mm, True. <laughs> um, the spirit, the spirit of Christ, you know, through discernment, will. Um, what will reveal the real depths of people's heart and the spirit that's in them. So like no matter what. And so even too, that's, that's, but he, I mean, he's Christ seen through all that. He, he saw through so, it. He, he saw through, through it. He, he, he saw before the dude even said, open his, open the yeah. word, open his mouth to say anything, but he wanted to just yeah. bait him into it because, you know, it, so, so the point that you were trying to make is that, that, being good and doing good, just doing good and just being good, or just keeping it, it's it's not it's not good enough. It's not good enough. Just being good and just doing 
good is not good enough. Because the, the heart, the heart work and the heart change has to come. So like that's mm-hmm. part of exactly. giving your life to Christ. That's a part of surrendering completely to Him. Where what He wants is what you want, exactly. and you become one through His Spirit. Exactly. So if that doesn't happen, then you can do all these things that you want to do to check, 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 check. Uh-huh. And still not be there. Yeah, and still, and then leave some boxes unchecked yeah. in your in the depths of your heart. But God sees it, mm-hmm. you know. So, so then you know. So that tells us that tells us that the world that we live in, being good is not good enough. Because you can be a wealthy person and you can just be good, just for show. Just for, you know, for a selfish gain. Mm-hmm. Just because the, the camera's on you. Or just because, to get a tax write-off. Get a tax write-off. Mm-hmm. Just because the camera's on you. You want to look good. You want to, you know, but you, you've given this $10 million to this fund, foundation, but on the back end, you're getting tax write-off. On the back end. But, and that's why you're doing it, though. That's why you're doing it. On the back end. It's all in the news. Everybody knows about it. Kudos, 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 kudos to you. But then, those same people, the same person, if that same person in Christ was to appear in front of that person and say, hey, sell all your possession, all your wealth, everything, come and follow me. In this day and time, with the billionaires and trillionaires and rich, the rich people of the world, how many of them how many of them would sell everything? Like, like there's how many of them would sell everything and and say, "Christ, yes, I'm ready to follow you, Master." Not many of them. Not many of them. So we we hear we hear this we see we hear this, but this has actually happened in our modern day time too, because the the there are rich people as rich as the smell probably richer. This time, this damn time, they're, they're, they're still are upset with Christ and griefing with Christ that the fact that the things of heaven, the kingdom of heaven, is for the meek, the poor, the widows, and the... I know. You know, and it, it, it goes to talk about, like, leaving family behind and, like, being concerned about um, family, brother, and, and everything like that. Um, but when it comes to Christ, like you have to be able to to forsake everything, leave everything like behind. And people that the rich people is it's a lot harder. Like you work so you work so hard and you oh you this is yours and there's so much pride and um and the wealth and and the riches that you have where letting go of that is extremely, extremely difficult. Mm-hmm. Um but the poor person like doesn't have any doesn't have anything but knows will know the value like give up like give up what mm-hmm. you know what i'm saying like give up what like all i have is christ mm-hmm. exactly <laughs> all i have is him like he's he's sustained me like he is everything and so so that the commitment devotion to him is more is genuine it's genuine it's real and there's no there's nothing preventing there's no nothing in in, in between them and christ essentially you're just like right there Exactly. Um, mm-hmm. And their sacrifice is just them. Mm-hmm. It's easier for them to just sacrifice themselves. The real deal. Yeah. Versus 
the rich man have to with all his pride and everything oh this is mine i work for this i deserve this and, and all that to um to yeah. let that go mm-hmm. um and, and, and it, yeah it's hard and, and and people should pay attention pay attention to the fact that this is christ saying that how hard is it for a rich person to enter into the kingdom of heaven is very hard very hard so very hard for a rich person to get into heaven now if it's very hard for a rich person to get into heaven not saying that it's impossible, meaning that even the rich people that are listening to this message today, you're not exempt just because you're rich. You still have the you still have salvation, the option optional salvation at your door. But then you have to understand that your riches, your riches and your possessions cannot cross over into the kingdom of heaven. Will not. So then you have to decide what's more important. Do you want salvation or you want to keep your wealth and your, your possession? Because the same option that God Christ gives this rich man in his scripture, the same option is given to rich people, every rich person this day and time we're living in. So then, you know, this is example about this rich man, but then also for anybody, because to understand, understand how difficult it is to, to get into heaven as a rich person. But not only that, also be willing to sacrifice, sacrifice. everything you know, for him. You just said sacrifice. I was sacrifice status. Sacrifice and your status. Everything and set and be. Everything for him. Yeah. Everything for him. So then, you know, the, 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 funny, the funny thing is that the disciples were Thunder. Like, then who in the world can be saved? They asked. So even the, the, these his disciples, they still didn't get it. They still staying over their shot. Like, what? Like, what do you mean? How would that? So it. So I mean, the rich people. Is that hard for rich people to get into heaven? Where it's easier for a camel to get through the eye of a needle than for a rich person to get to heaven? If that's then who in the world can be saved then? So Jesus, you know, just had to just help him out. Humanly speaking, it is impossible, but not with God. Everything is possible with God. Then Peter started to question himself too. Like, then Peter began to speak up. We've given up everything to follow you, he said. Yes, Jesus replied, and I assure you that everyone who has given up House, or brothers, or sisters, or mothers, or father, or children, or property, for my sake and for the good news, will receive now, in return, a hundred times as many houses, brothers, sisters, mothers, children, and property, along with persecution. So, all these things that you will lose or you have lost for my sake will be restored. Will be restored. Will be uh, will be restored hundred times abundantly. So, from the earthly perspective, we think we know what wealth is. We think we know what what, what possession is. We just think that the earthly possessions that we see that's something compared to heavenly compared to heavenly treasure. We think that's something. But it is nothing. Christ is saying you receive ten times more. Not just wealth, but if it's mother, if it's father, if it's 
brothers, sisters, if it's children, property, anything you lose for my sake, you will receive it in hundred times full. So then when we don't give up everything for Christ's sake, then we're cheating ourselves. We're saying to ourselves, hey, we don't want more. We think we got more because, we, you know, the little things we can get our hands on. But then we actually don't have anything. And I like what he, you know, what he says, what he uh, continued to, to say. And in the world to come, that person will have eternal life. So the person that gives up everything for, for Christ in the world to come, the kingdom to come, eternal life. Can't put a price on that. You can't carry your money. You can't carry money over. You, from the dirt we came to the dirt we will return. But can't carry any possessions. But he's but but many who are the greatest now will be the least important then. And those who seem least important now will be the greatest then. So, for those who want to be first in this world and be the best in this world and be the greatest in this world and accomplish. He measures the heart. They measure like status and money and fame and notoriety and exactly. all of those things. But that's not how the kingdom is measured. No. <laughs> the kingdom don't work like that. The kingdom is, is, is heart. It's heart. Humble. Humble heart. Heart of service. Service to, not to yourself, but to, to others. others. Yeah. This world is about, you know, status. Every day they're promoting status. Who's the latest billionaire? Who's the latest? Uh, what's the latest? Mar the market, the money, everything about treasure. Who's the most popular person? Who's the most? You know, who's the most? And they are always giving kudos and giving crowns and giving accolades and giving you know while awards LeBron, to each other, celebrating each other. While LeBron is the best, you know all that stuff. Yeah, right. Who <laughs> 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 who's top? Who's not? All the time. And, all the and, time. And with these man-made awards. Exactly. And out like these these. Man-made things, created, yeah. these these vanity things, they these things that will for. these things that will pe that will perish on this earth, burn up in this fire. Mm -hmm. That's worth nothing. Yeah. So those who are the greatest will be the least. Mm -hmm. Those who are the greatest on the earth, running the earth, running this world, and heart and pride, and wealth and possessions and everything else will be the least. But those who are the least will be the greatest. Then, for the world to come, the world has come. The world, the kingdom, Christ's kingdom that's already here. And that was Christ speaking back then. Mm -hmm. So everybody wants to be rich. Everybody wants to be rich and want to have wealth and be rich. Most people, most people, I won't say everybody, because not everybody on the earth wants to be rich. God has separated a few people that don't, riches don't mean nothing to them except the riches in Christ. But everybody wants, most but most of the world wants to be rich. Everybody but, not lining up to just sacrifice everything and be with Christ. Exactly. Most exactly. of the world wants to be rich, but nobody wants to be righteous. If there was a line, 
if there was a line, I was like, okay, this is where you can have all your bread and be rich. And this is the line where you can have eternal life and be saved and be with Christ forever. Yeah. <laughs> right. That, that 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 line would be Yeah. There would be no line. It would be no line. For 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 Christ, really. It'll be like, okay, one person here. Okay, wait, 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 one person here. Um yeah. yeah. So this 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 word, the God's word, this 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 scriptures was intended for us to be righteous. To bring us back to God to be righteous. Mm -hmm. But the world flipped it around and made everybody wants to be rich instead of being righteous. So everybody wants to be rich. Nobody wants to uh, nobody, you know, mm -hmm. care wants to be righteous. This day and time as we speak right now. Even the common people who don't even have money, that should be holding on to the Lord because you have not. We that should be holding on to the Lord. Have some of some of them have put aside righteousness for riches. So you know, money over over God, money over Christ, money over salvation, money over everything, and that's what the world's pumping in, pumping into. Our spirit and pump, trying to pump into the world, pump into us, but it says it right there. Yeah. It's hard for a rich man again to heaven. So we have to do better than that. We have to do better than that. We have to, um, as a rich person, you're not exempt from this. You still have the option of salvation. Also, if you don't already know Christ, you still have the same, the same. Uh, same, same, same uh, uh, option that Christ gave this rich man. Um, you have that option also, if you're a rich person sitting there, but but don't and you feel like you don't know Christ, you don't have Christ, and you are lost because salvation is for all. It's for all, and you have the option, but you have to decide what's more important. And two. The rich man, so this is an example of the rich man, but ultimately, maybe you're not rich. And maybe you have something else that is is controlling and consuming your heart. So for this man, it was his possessions. Mm -hmm. But for somebody else, it could be something else that is near and dear to your heart that you idolize, that mm -hmm. you've placed before the Lord. Mm -hmm. And so just take your time and just... Just meditate on that, like, and just ask the Lord to show you your heart and to see if there's anything that's really restricting you from surrendering to him, mm -hmm. uh, whether it be a person, whether it be a thing. Um, but what is that thing that's holding you back from, um, from, from salvation, from eternal life, from really surrendering yourself to him? Um, mm -hmm. So, yeah, we got to be real with ourselves. Mm -hmm. But we got, we got, so there's another one, too, um, another passage that we're going to cover. Um, the rich man and Lazarus. Yes, ma'am. So what's that? Luke sixteen nineteen. Yes. Yeah. Right. Luke sixteen nineteen. Nineteen to thirty one. Okay. Jesus said, "There was a certain rich man who was splendidly clothed in purple and fine linen, and who lived." each day in luxury. At his gate lay a poor man named Lazarus, who was covered with sores. As Lazarus lay there 
looking for scraps from the rich man's table. The dog will come and lick his open sores. Finally, the poor man died and was carried by the angels to sit beside Abraham at the heavenly banquet. The rich man also died and was buried. And he went to the place he went to the place of the dead. There, in torment, he saw Abraham in the far distance with Lazarus at his side. The, the rich man shouted, Father Abraham, have some pity. Sent Lazar Lazarus over here to dip the tip of his finger in water and cool my tongue. I, I am in anguish in these flames, in these flames. But Abraham said to him, son, remember that during your lifetime, you had everything you wanted. And Lazarus had nothing. So now he is here being comforted. And you are in anguish. And besides, there's, there is a great chasm separating us. No one can cross over to you from here. And no one can cross over to us from there. Then the rich man said, Please, Father Abraham, at least send him to my father's home. For I have five brothers, and I want him to warn them so they don't end up in this place of torment. But, but Abraham said, Moses and the prophets have warned them. Your brothers can read what they wrote. The rich man replied, No, Father Abraham, but if someone is sent to them from the dead, then they will repent of their sins and turn to God. But Abraham said, If you won't listen to Moses and the prophets, if they won't listen to Moses and the prophets, they won't be persuaded even if someone rides rises from the dead. Okay. Well, this is <laughs> So, it's funny how a few things stand out to me. The the fact that this man, the rich man, feasted, this, my version says, feasted sumptuously. What does yours say about him eating? In verse, uh, verse 19. Verse 19, uh, it was a certain rich man who was uh, splendidly clothed in purple and fine linen and who lived each day in luxury and his gate lay a poor man named Lazarus okay. who was covered with souls. As Lazarus lay there long, longing for scraps from the rich man's table, the dogs would come and lick his sores, open sores. So this man feasted sumptuously every day. And then this poor man, which he was so hungry, it didn't say, let me say he ate his crumbs though. Like, it's his... It says, who satisfied his hunger with what fell from the rich man's table. 
which like I'm sure like not much fell from his table, right? And yeah, yours has crumbs, right? Yeah, it said he was lunging for scraps from the yeah. rich lunging. Right. So mm-hmm. which means that he was close enough to him. So which means that this man has all of this. This he eats good every day. And this 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 poor man is here, who's also sick, and you allow this to be okay every single day. Mm-hmm. And see this. Mm-hmm. And so then the transition to when they transition and mm-hmm. they're in two separate. So they were obviously close. Mm-hmm. Right. Every day eating and stuff like that. Um, and then they transition to this place where there's like a, a, a veil. There's a separation between where the two of them are. And he sees them still and is asking now, asking him for, um, you know, asking him for, mm-hmm. for help. For and, help. Mm-hmm. He was calling out. Coming out from a distance, and he saw it, mm-hmm. and it says that he's comforted. So now Lazarus is comforted. Mm-hmm. He's he's in a good place. Mm-hmm. He's comfortable. Mm-hmm. He's comforted, and like he's in complete anguish. It's, it's just mm-hmm. for me. There's a there's lot, you know, things that stand. A lot of things that stand out in this uh, passage. Uh, first of all, for those who say hell is not real, and those who preach hell is not real and say there's no hell. There's only heaven. That's a lot. That's a lot from hell. That's a lot from hell because right here talks about the rich man being, I am in anguish in these flames. Uh, yeah, this one says, 23 says, in Hades. In Hades, hell. Where, where he was being tormented is what this one says. So, there's punishment for sin. There's judgment for sin. So for those who try to preach that everything is just pearly, that Christ and God just just loves, and there's no judgment, there's no wrath, there's no, no, there's judgment for sin. And you know what? And it didn't say it didn't say anything else about this man's lifestyle. It just says that he was rich, right? It didn't say that he was like this horrible man. But the fact that he did not take care of this poor man ended is is a clear explanation as how he ended up in Hades. Exactly. That was like the only example that this exactly. And when they both die, one was carried to one to To one place, and the other one was carried to a lesser place. Mm -hmm. The heart, man. The heart, the heart. So we look at the world. We look at the rich, the rich, the 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 the, the rich folks that that run the world. This is the same thing that they're doing. This the same thing this rich man did to Lazarus. It's the same thing that these rich people that run the world. The power of the world that run this world doing to the poor people this day that we're living in. Eating, getting fat. Why is one person sitting on trillions of dollars, billions of dollars, and you have people starving? Diseases, sick, can't eat, no food to eat. Yeah. You know, this this 25 says, but Abraham said, child, remember that during your lifetime, you received your good things. So, rich mm-hmm. man, during your lifetime, you had all the good stuff. Popular, you have the money, all that. Mm-hmm. And then for the other man, it says in Lazarus, and like men are evil things. So things not not such a good life for him. Mm-hmm. Um, but now he is afforded here. Mm-hmm. So it's the opposite, and it's the same thing. Like yeah, you you can live, you can think that you're living this this luxurious or this really good life here, um, and put that above everything, but when your time comes to an end where you will you know that that all ends and where you're going to end up you know 
Absolutely, and that's what that's, and that's what we, we should be living for our eternal life, for our our next life, mm-hmm. not what we have now. And for most people, it's all about what what I can get right now, my status right now, everything else. And it's a lot of people that will tell you, "I'm living for my life. I'm living right now. Uh-huh. Like I don't care. I can't be concerned about what's going to happen." Oh, about getting the bag. Don't yeah. leave the bag. Yeah. You know, get that bag. Get the money bag. Yeah. You know. So that's that's pretty much it, man. Yeah, and. And so this, so this man here, this man here, you know, the example of this rich man here is the example of the world that we're living in right now, because we have all these rich people. We have, we have, we have rich people that run this earth that have billions and trillions and millions of dollars that can, in the finger snap, could, could change poverty on the face of the earth in the finger snap could change wickedness that's on this earth and the finger snap could change but they don't but they, and they squander their money on just themselves just, just themselves themselves just silly 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 things fattening themselves even more which means that like you cannot possibly have the heart of christ why like, exactly not, like and they and they would say oh well i'm a christian like you cannot possibly have the heart of christ it's like even we talk about oh you know we, well when we are blessed and the Lord blesses us in, in, in major ways financially. Like you talk about, Oh, well we could get and things like that. It's like, well, like it will feel bad to have a whole bunch of stuff. And knowing there's so many people that don't that, you know, like, like you, you would spend $2 million on, on a house when you have homeless people that have nowhere to stay in your own city, like in the neighboring cities, right next to you, people living on the streets, like, and you haven't helped. Now, if you've helped, Right. And you're doing something. That's different. That's different. But like, and you're not helping, and you know you're not helping as much as you could. But, but even still, like, to spend two million dollars on a watch, exactly. When two million dollars could shelter hundreds of people, exactly. Hundreds, if not thousands of people, like that. Like how? Like I don't even know how you could live. Like how could you live with that? To spend sixty million dollars on a jet. Sixty million dollars on a jet, and you got people in your congregation that starving. Starving, can't even pay their rent. But starving, you're to, but you're supposed to now. But but you profess now. Some people that don't profess Christ. Okay, well, you just an evil person, right? You just <laughs> you you no different from this rich yeah. man that this you're, you're just an evil person. About. Like you're not even. It is what it is. But then it's for the people who profess Christ and say they're Christians and stuff like that and. Like to 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 do that to, to do that, that like, like to be a pastor yeah. to be a, a bishop or a preacher to be to be any shepherd shepherd up representing the kingdom of Christ saying that you are representing the kingdom of Christ to take sixty million dollars in this day and time and put it by a jet and say that that's what Christ wanted you to do so you can go pre- so you can go preach the gospel faster and quicker. Excuse me, I'm sure Christ and the disciples didn't have any jets. I'm sure they did not. And guess what? We're saying right here with the gospel, right? But then you got $60 million in the jet. You got people starving, people dying from diseases, people getting evicted, people people hurt, people. So then you are no different from this rich man that this scripture is talking about. So then if you don't repent, repent. 
you you will end up facing the same fate as this rich man. Lifestyle, man. The desires for certain types of lifestyle, like the desires of the flesh, like that's that's what is desired. And there's one thing: if you want to be successful, but but if, if you also have the heart to want other people to be successful too, and be to help other people, not just for yourself. That's different. If you got it, and the Lord show you how to get it. If you, you know, to give back, show other people how to get it too. But if you just sit on it and not try to put other people on and help them, then you are no different from this rich man. So now, because of this, so now he is in here being comforted. And you are in anguish. That's what Abraham told the rich man. And besides, there's a great chasm uh, separating us. No one can cross over to you from here. And no one can cross over to us from there. So hell, hell is real. And the separation. So when you, when you so the clear example, so when you die. And people come up with all these things, reincarnation and, and all this uh, things happen, the stars, you go into, when you die, your body end up in the star. No, no. When you die, the truth, the, the Bible truth is that your souls go somewhere. He doesn't going to go to hell, be tormented like this man, or eventually go to heaven. Or eventually go to heaven. So, for any rich person out there that's listening that you if you feel like if you're hearing this and this story sounds like you repent quickly where you are don't even give yourself two seconds repent immediately and ask for, for, for forgiveness and turn your life around for the kingdom of Christ because even salvation even salvation is, is, is given to you as an option so then the rich man realized that he cannot be helped. He's in the situation that he's in, it, it, nobody can come to him to help him, and nobody can uh, uh, leave from where he is to, to cross over on the other side. So um, then, then he went on to say, then, then the rich man said, please, Father Abraham, at least send him to my father's home, for I have five brothers and I want him to warn them so they don't end up in this place of torment so this is the rich man trying to like okay if it's too late for me and I can't get no help please can you send him to go warn my five brothers so they don't end up where I am please then Abraham but Abraham said Moses and the prophets have warned them your brothers can read what they wrote. Moses and the prophets and Jesus have warned this generation. The word we can there. read what they what they wrote. The word is there. We just you either gonna decide to 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 read your word, believe the word, and live the word, or or not. That's that's pretty much what it comes down to. Exactly. And the rich man replied, "No, Father Abraham, but if someone is sent to them from the dead." Then they will repent of their sins and return to so God. So that means that they didn't have no faith. So that means that they were just listening. So so you need by sight. Right. So you need that 
to believe Moses to come back or Abraham to come back or so yeah. you knew that you knew you already they already he already knew he knew what the scripture said he knew and on that day a lot of the, a lot of people well I pray not but the, some people some will be saying this mm-hmm. and you will have no excuse because guess what the same scripture that everyone was talking about that the Moses and the prophets wrote that left and guess what we sitting here reading them scriptures right now we have it now and we're still making some of the choices that, well, not not us as believers, but like the world's still making the choices that this rich man made. So he's and his brothers no, made. He's just like the other guy, though, the other rich guy. Where that that oh, my life. Like they back then, like they knew, like they they're like the um, the Pharisees and mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying, like yes. those those, yes. like those those leaders and stuff. So like they they knew the, they knew the law. Like they knew did. what the commandments were, and just like he did too. They had no regards for because it. Because him saying what he said uh-huh. shows that he knew. Uh-huh. He knew better because if he didn't know, why would how would he even be able to say, oh, go warn him about this, exactly. about, the, about the words? Like, exactly. Yeah. Exactly. How, he knew it. So now you reflect. Now you get into a pinch, you start to remember what your grandma and your mama told you. Exactly. And, <laughs> and, and this is Abraham replied to him. If they won't listen to Moses and the prophets, they won't be persuaded even if someone rises from the dead. So, so no, hell, no excuse. No excuse. No excuse. Hell's real. Hell's real. This man was begging, begging Abraham to, you know, tell Lazarus to dip his finger in the water and to come and just put it on his tongue. Put it on his tongue just so he can get us. So he can, he can quench his thirst. That's what, That's how bad it was. That's how bad it was where he was. Mm-hmm. Being tormented. Just simply because he didn't choose kingdom first. He didn't choose to do the thing that he was supposed to do. Love and care for people. Exactly. So, rich man, poor man. This is for everyone. Even a poor man. Now, as a poor person, now this is for the poor. If you're poor in this world and you have nothing... You've never had anything, or even if you had everything and you lost everything and you're poor now. If you don't have Christ, while you're poor on this earth right now, then it's really, really, really bad. Get Christ as soon as possible so you can gain so you can gain ground. You can gain authority and power. And so you can gain a kingdom on this earth and the world to come. But if you are poor and and you know Christ and you you know you still haven't completely surrendered to Christ and given up everything for him then you have to examine your heart because he's going to test your heart like he tested that rich man's heart the spirit is going to search your heart and test your heart so if it's something that you haven't that you have before that, that you put ahead of Christ if you have it could be your mother your father your brother your sister your husband your wife your children your job your career your your whatever it is, 
If it's before Christ, before the kingdom, if it is before the kingdom, you can't say, oh, but but my mother, oh, but she was, I, I love her so much. She sacrificed so much for me, so I owe her, I owe her, I owe her this to make her first. I, she need to be my first. But you know what, too, is we don't really know. Well, see, a poor man could very well turn into a rich man, okay? Exactly. Um, you can look at Floyd, for example. Floyd, poor man, growing up, not having anything, and now one of the most wealthiest men that's out there. Now, we know he ain't. I'm not going to say this man is safe or not, but... Um, Man's not safe. <laughs> so, yeah, not safe, but somebody could go from being poor yes. to, to, to having much wealth. Yes. So... You have to remember and be that as the poor person when you love Christ and you, you are there and you are sold out for him as the Lord continues to bless you not to forget and not to lose. Because we don't know the story of even the other the other rich man. Right. But yeah. like that was it a come up or not. Right. So people come up. But people lose themselves, too, as they come up. Right. And they can go from that poor man and being there, oh, Lord, I, oh, I'm this, this, and that. And then they get some status, and that's out the door. Uh -huh. Because the money and the fame and things began to take over you, and your flesh just, just was inflated, and you forgot. So it works it works both ways. It does. It, does. it works both ways, and that's why ultimately your 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 mind and your your being your everything has to be centered on Christ, and your desires of your heart has to line up with the desires of Christ. That's because right. no matter as He elevates you and elevates you and elevates you, your mm -hmm. desires will be to take care and love the people that He loves, which Amen. the poor, the, the 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 poor, the widows, the the orphans, um, the mm -hmm. foreigners. So these are individuals that the Bible talks about all throughout the Bible about people that we are to love and care for. And mm -hmm. to, they are the vulnerable ones. Those are the ones that are near and dear to his heart and that we should take care of. And if your heart is where his heart is and you have his spirit, those individuals should be people that you love and care about. So you want to be rich and have all the wealth and all that stuff. Your heart should be still to take care of the people that the Lord wants you to take care of. Absolutely. So that should never change from whether you're poor, you're rich. You cannot lose sight of the ones that the Lord wants you to have extra care for. Absolutely. And that is what the, the rich man. I mean, if we look at is nothing wrong with 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 being wealthy and being rich. Right. There's we talked about it the other day. Uh, uh, Job. OK. Job had all the wealth, all of this. Uh -huh. But he wasn't in trouble for having money. He was. A righteous man. Amen. Abraham. Uh-huh. All had everything. A righteous man. Amen. But his his heart, their hearts their were hearts. after the Lord's heart. So meaning the things that they desired and the things that they wanted, they all matched up with the Lord's heart. So it was no problem. It was no beef. Like he had no problems with them. Right. But if they did if their hearts weren't there, then it would it, they wouldn't even be the men of God that they are worrying about. It'd be a completely different story. So not to say that you can't, the Lord won't bless you and you won't have great things and you won't have wealth and won't have riches here on the earth. Not saying that, but Christ has to be first and the people that he loves have to come first and you have to put his desires first. And then you, you do that, 
You be all right. Everything you won't. Be- you won't go wrong. You won't. You won't. When he tells you to give or bless somebody or do this and move and do this, like you'll do it. It's not, there won't be any question of like, do I know how to, to be a good steward? If you're following his spirit and you're listening to him and and, and connected with him the way you should be, he will even advise you from the bottom to the top. Yeah. Period. Yeah. So. Yeah, absolutely. So the love of money is the root of all evil. They ain't said money. It's the root of all evil. People mis- miscope that. The love of money is the root of all evil. So it's not that God wants us to be poor and just be, oh, I don't want people to think that, oh, in order for me to inherit the kingdom of heaven, I have to be poor. I got to be broke. Like, they telling us not to get anything, get anything, because guess what? We get rich, you know, the Lord ain't going to. No, that's not what we're saying. We're saying that this goes for rich or poor persons. It comes down to the heart. It comes down to the heart because God wants us to live well. He wants us to be blessed, but he don't want want us to be blessed at our own expense where he loses us. So if it's going to cost us to, if if it's going to, if the blessing is going to cost us, cause him to lose us, then it's a problem. And that's so. So this this goes for rich and poor people. It goes for everyone. The heart, the heart, our heart. We have the world have conditioned many people to have hearts hearts of stone. We're a cold heart. We're living in cold times right now, where it's cold hearted. But we need to pray. We need to pray. That God removed the hearts of stones and replaced it with the hearts of flesh. So for a rich person out there, for anybody out there, if you're a poor person, you have cold heart, stone heart, pray for God to replace your heart with flesh. Rich, rich, rich person, if you're your cold, spirit. your spirit, your, your spirit, you know, spirit. if you're a rich person out there and you, you know, the stories, the, 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 the scriptures that we read, Seem to fit your life. It seems to be about you. Then you know you have to repent. You have to repent before it's too late. The same thing with a poor person. If you if you if you came up and you are you know forgot what where the Lord brought you from, took you from, and you you know you just think, hey, that's it. Hey, this still applies to you too. So. We have we have a job to do. We have a job to do and that's it. Yeah. All right, everybody. Thank you so much for tuning in. And um, again we gave you the, the email address in the beginning, so you can go back to the very beginning for that. Um, and we look forward from hearing look looking forward to hearing from everybody. Uh, or anybody who has may have prayer requests or questions and uh be blessed.